ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening and tuning into the Professional Insight Podcast. This is episode what, Trevor? We are on episode 28. 28, season 2, 28. Thank you yeah. very much for listening. And we have probably now close to 4,000 listens. Getting there. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. good. Um, so thank Yesterday. you very much. We're, uh, uh, we're tuning in. Uh, my name is Brandon Curry. I'm Jeff Collins. Josh Bond. And Trevor Lindy. We're, uh, we're, we're chatting about a bu- bunch of different things over, over the last couple of episodes. Um, okay, good job there. Turning off your phone. Time's up. There we go. Um, but first, we'd like to thank our our, our sponsors, Brand Boulevard, for uh, giving us our guests. Ah, check out Brand. Yes. Got a lot of cool Brand stuff BLVD.ca. Um, so, anyways, the long and short of it is, uh, you had a question, Josh. Yeah, I mean, I was uh, talking to Brandon uh, just based on my personal life insurance policy, and... Uh, I've got uh, what I understand to be a participating life or a universal life. Uh, I'm not perfectly sure. There's a couple of different um, names for these policies, and each one has a little bit of a different structure behind it. But I believe mine's a universal life. And uh, part of the benefit to these things, amongst other things, is you know they can grow on a kind of tax-deferred basis uh, through a corporate-held uh, entity. Uh, but you can also pay it for a set amount of time um, and then put it on what I understand is a premium vacation, which means, well, you're not really paying for the policy anymore. The dividends that the policy generates itself is what covers the mm-hmm. the premiums. Right. So, I mean, I, I just thought it would be interesting to have a little discussion about it so people that are looking at buying these types of policies are kind of aware of all of the circumstances surrounding them uh, and don't kind of get blindsided like I did. Um, you know, I'd spoken to my advisor up north and good guy, uh, you know, that sold me a product that uh, I was fully with the understanding would be fully paid within five to six years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I paid it aggressively and uh, there was no guarantees given to me that it would be. Um, but lo and behold, at year six, I had achieved enough within the policy to allow uh, it to, you know, follow some MTAR line. Uh, Brandon, you'll get a little bit more into the particulars of it, and uh, that'll allow it to continue to grow tax deferred or something like that. Anyways, you get into the particulars of it. But lo and behold, at year policy year eight or nine that I'm in now, it was on a premium vacation for two years. And I got a lovely letter uh, from Great West Life um, indicating that I should, uh, that I have to. Um, this is recently you got this letter? Just 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 before Christmas. So it was an oh, early nice. Christmas yeah, gift nice. uh, saying that uh, <laughs> I had to pay an additional two years worth of premiums. So, and I mean, these things are pretty heavily funded, right? So, you know, an annual premium on it's about 22, 23 grand. Uh, so, I mean, you can imagine my surprise when I got a early Christmas gift saying mm-hmm. from Great West Life saying so that I owe... kids got cards for Christmas then? After yeah. That. <laughs> and coal, right? Yeah. Saying uh, we'd like another $45,000 uh, in order to uh, maintain your uh, life insurance policy. So, so f- full, um, just so you give me permission to speak about this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no names. No, no, no. And to be, to be fair, this is um, not graced 
This is not Great West Life's... Oh, one of our next guests are coming in. The Beautiful. man, the myth, the we're legend. Just the, we're just in the middle, Joe, of a, of a podcast. Come see what we're doing. Yeah. Um, How are you doing? So uh, if you tune into the next episode next week, you'll uh, see this this legend actually speak. Um, so basically, not all whole life products are treated equally. So that's the first thing. You need to deal with an advisor. So to be... Full, fully transparent, and potentially for any legal issues. Yes, you do have a Great West Life policy. Mm. This is not a Great West Life issue. This is not a Great West Life issue. Um, this is from a, what I understand now. It's a, it's a conglomerate, right? London, Can, yeah, Canada. It's now great, called Canada Life. It's all. It's an agent issue. The issue that you have is you dealt with an agent or an advisor that did not do their due diligence and sold you the wrong product that not did not meet the solution that you were looking for. Mm. Evidently, that's what happened. The, po- the, the policy, which I'm looking at right now, is, is actually doing what it's supposed to do. It, 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 you know, there's, nothing, there's nothing wrong with the particular policy itself. It's just the, it advisor, just the, the advisor ill-informed you of what... It's only forty five thousand, though. Like no, <laughs> uh, just of, wait what, a of what? Let me get out of my yeah, of what? Yeah, of what? Like of what actually can happen? It's just forty five k. So, so basically, what you're looking for is you wanted what we like to call either a ten pay, twenty pay in in the in the term from a whole life perspective, which means you pay for ten years or twenty years. It's it's factored into the price of the policy. It's but now fit. a whole life, from what I understand, Brandon, don't mean to interrupt, but a whole life is different or unique from a, u- from a universal? Yes, so I'll, I'll, I'll definitely get and into that. And I think that. mine's a universal, right? C- correct. So basically what, we're, what we have here is that, um, and I'm just trying to, to have a look, that regardless, so you, you, have, you have a whole life, po- so under the whole life banner, so there's two types of insurance. There's term and then there's whole life. Okay. Okay? Term is exactly that. You rent it. It's for a period of time. Ten years, you pay Nine this. Nine times out of ten, it expires at age 85. They will not insure anyone past age 85 for ter- a term property. But even on a term, you got to have to continue, because term is usually about ten years, and then you've got to go... It can go 10, 15, 20, or 30. Okay. And then, yes, and then on, in the 31st year or the 21st year or the 11th year, it rolls over for another, at least most of the big three, Great West Life... Uh, manual life and sun life their policies lock in for another 10 years without without medical testing without any okay. medical uh, so if health has changed in that last 10 years that's what happens then you've got permanent insurance that's the title of it permanent it lasts until the day you die and it automatically pays out at age 100 regardless if you've passed away or not so that's under that umbrella vacation at 100 <laughs> under that under that umbrella You've got basically two facets. You've got universal life policy and a whole life policy. Both operate very similar to what their function is, but they have different facets and different features um, that go go that go with the product. Universal life basically um, you put money in every single year as long as it's level, pays out a death benefit upon death or at age one hundred. And um, has a lot of features within it where you can actually invest the money within the policy in order to help fund. So basically, the idea is in a whole life policy and, or universal life is you pay more now when you're younger to level out the premium is one option and to level out the premium until the day you die. So with the, with the understanding that is the extra cash that you're throwing in the policy today 
is going to be invested and to have to generate extra cash longevity so that you don't actually have to pay more money as you get older. Which is, I, I have that on my policy, I believe, right? Uh, they, they all have that. Okay. Like, whole okay. life has that, okay. whatever. Yep. What you would want, what you wanted to do is something called like a limited pay, meaning you can do a limited pay five year, 10 year, you know, 20 year, whatever, which would be a lot more than what you were actually given, right? So you're crossing your fingers, hoping that you're throwing enough money into the policy with what you've got, either whole life or universal life, and that you have enough money in the policy to offset the premiums going forward. Well, evidently that didn't happen. Hmm. The, the, the advisor looked at that and they, they miscalculated what, what kind of money and the, what kind of returns you'd be able to get based on the investments that were within the policy. Hmm. Now, hence, why now, you're getting... Now, hence, what they've said is the dividend rate dropped. Has dropped. Correct. But who controls the dividend rate, Brandon? Well, the dividend rate is, 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 is technically controlled. It's, 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 it's not... The quarterback of the dividend rate is basically the overnight lending rate with the government of Canada, and, and basically it's on a 10-year treasury bill. Or But that you know. hasn't changed in 10 years. So no, Why is my dividend rate changing? So essentially, so essentially, what I was told for why it came off of a premium vacation yep. was because <laughs> the dividend rate changed, but interest rates haven't changed in the last 10 years. For so, the most part. So in, interest rates haven't, have, have very... Prime lending, lending rate hasn't either. No. I mean, it's so, but the bond market has significantly changed. So you're... No pun intended. So, no. yeah. So basically, <laughs> what... There's a lot that goes into a company's uh, dividend rate, yeah. right? So but they determine it. Yes. So what pisses me off is that... Yeah. Sure is. <laughs> they could sell you a product... Yes. And then if they've got baby boomers that are dying off and they're paying out or whatever it is, then they change the nature of things midway through and they say, well, you know, you know, our dividend rates lower, so you owe us more premiums. So, and that's why whenever I do a, um, whenever I do a financial assessment and I ever sell someone a policy like a universal life or particularly a whole life, what you have is a whole life product, <clears throat> Right that's invested in the market, and, and every company has different makeups and where they invest the money. And it produces a dividend. But it should be good now because it's Canada Life, Great West Life, and... London Life. London together. Life, yeah. right? So that's a pretty big conglomerate. Right, and what you're supposed to do is when you show that to the client, you're supposed to forecast the dividend rate minus 1% and the dividend rate minus 2% to show to the client, hey, if this dividend rate today is 6%. And my guy may have done that. He may have done that, Brandon, but that wasn't the focus, right? My, I mean, I, I looked at him and I said, look, I want to pay this thing for five, six years and right. done with so, it. So to right? sum it up, when you, when you sat down and you're considering this insurance, mm -hmm. you probably had a total number that you thought you had to pay out. Yes. And then you decided, I want to pay this out a little quicker, and you increased your payments a little bit so you get it done quicker. It was He overfunded the policy. Yeah, yeah so, you, so you overpaid on it a little bit because you wanted to expedite, Correct. pay it off, and then be free and have that for the rest of your life. Correct. And have then you came to it where you thought it was paid off. Yeah. And they said you owe another forty-five, basically. Yeah, another so, two years worth of premium. So at that point, what can you do? Because you can't really cancel it because you're already in that far. You pay the forty-five, or you, you reduce the death death benefit. But they've got you by the yeah short and curvies. Yeah. So that's bad business, basically. But there's nothing. There's nothing the guy could do at this point, right? No, there's nothing he can do. 
No, because what happened was is the um, is the typically what ends up happening is is you get a letter in the mail. So when you do it, you you forecast it out. Okay, if, if the dividend rate min- is minus one percent or dividend rate drops two percent, which is quite significant. Mm-hmm. I mean that's basically eight, uh, you know, right eight, eight, eight lowers right because they typically lower it. 25 basis points each yeah. time, correct? I think, they, yeah. I think they significantly lowered it this time. It's like a 5.2 or something like that. Like yeah. So when you, that's why you always illustrate, a, you know, dividend rate scale minus two and a dividend rate scale minus one. Show the client, hey, listen, this is what's going to happen. Um, and you usually get a letter in the mail from the insurer basically saying, hey, th- you have enough money in the policy based on our forecast to, to go on a premium vacation and it can offset the premiums. If you stop yourself or your advisor says, hey, yeah, you got to go ahead without authorization from the company itself, then all you've done is allow the cash in the policy to pay the premiums and you haven't gotten, the actuaries didn't actually do their due diligence to say that you have enough cash in the policy. And that's, that's where the misstep happened. Mm-hmm. If I was your advisor at the time, this is, you know, six, seven years ago. Yeah. I would have I wouldn't have sold you that UL uh, that whole life product nine years two thousand sorry two thousand eleven yeah. I would have sold you probably based on what you told me there are products out there that are like a limited pay like a five year limited pay or even a ten year limited pay where you are fully paid up after ten years because your issue if after our discussions on yep. the side yep. where it was not for estate planning no it was not for legacy. It was just mainly to have a death benefit big enough to satisfy any needs at the end, correct? Yeah. Like, well, I mean, it was kind of legacy driven. A little bit. Right? Like, I mean, yeah. the intention was that it's for the, the boss lady yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the kids, right? Like, it, not necessarily for me to draw on. Right. But now I'm in a position to, you know, that I'm likely dropping my death benefit mm-hmm. and taking advantage of another feature of the product, which means. Um, You're reinvesting with it, basically, right? It's kind of like an investment vehicle for me. Mm-hmm. And Brandon, you can chime in at any time. Yep. But at some point in time, or at any point in time, I think right now I'd be able to borrow $135,000. And lend it to a builder. And lend it to a builder. <laughs> yeah. But, and, and then, but there's an interest rate, and it's a fairly... It's, it's not competitive. Right, like it's it's a, it's a high enough interest rate, but well, then, the bottom line is the thing that you're pissed off, off is benefit. that you found out you had to spend more money at the end when you thought you were done. Correct. And much like a contractor saying, "Here's the job we're, we're charging you," and kind of like we talked earlier, yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, you owe us another correct fifteen percent. I felt violated that, that, a bit. Oh, for yeah, sure. For sure. yeah. So, so drop the soul. This is, this is unfortunately this is an advisor issue. This is not a company issue because based on when we read the letters that you gave us, you yeah. scanned us the letters and the emails back and forth. The the, the product is operating properly. The company within this, the fine print d- reserves the right to drop their dividend rate. And it's completely based on what they invest in yeah. and, 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 and how much cash they've got in the bank in order to do that. Um, and the advisor Ill- ill-informed you in this particular. They, A, they sold you the wrong product based on your need. Because you ha- you told me off- offline that you didn't want a death benefit that kept growing, you didn't want a, a cash value that no, kept growing. You, it, it wasn't a big it wasn't a big concern of yours. You just wanted a f- flat level death benefit at the end, whatever yeah. that uh, amount was. That I satisfied. paid for this amount of years, and then right. it just kind of sat there. And, and really, and you did it. that because you make decent money. But if you passed away, you want to take care of your right. family, right? Correct. So, Correct. but now that you're at that age and you're 
Oh, bottom line is you got to pay 45000 you didn't think you had to. Correct. And you're pissed. So the, like I anybody guess would be. the Absolutely. takeaway is, is that, you know, you, you need to deal with an advisor that uh, knows what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think this guy knows what he's doing. Like, I mean, he, he's a good guy. And I, I, I don't, I, my intentions aren't to throw him under the bus because I'm, I'm sure he showed me, you know, what he would have had to do minus or plus or, you know what I mean, in terms of these scales. But what I walked away from it with, uh, from what I walked away from it thinking was that I'm paying this thing for this period of time and for all intents and purposes. And, and, and so when, when, and that's, you bought, when you when bought, I bought. And that's yeah. fair. And that's fair. And I understand that that's what you walked away with. And then the advisor, in my opinion, did not do their job properly to make sure that you fully understood, especially when you tr- flip that switch to n- stop paying your premiums. Well, I, I asked. Not, he said yes. He inquired, they flipped the switch, right? Because uh, uh, I don't control it. I can't say, no, no, someone, that's it. I want to stop paying. As someone, someone like who it. works with a lawyer often, did you get that in writing? Get what in writing? That when he asked and he told you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You got that in writing. Yes, that said that yes, that would happen. Yes. That I, Doesn't I, that give you a course of action after? Well, it was put on a premium vacation, but it was put on a premium vacation for a couple of years. And then now, I'm sure in the prospectus that they've sent us, which I read... <laughs> Not word for word, but yeah, you always 10 years get, ago. Get it in an email. Could, get it, yeah, get it on an email. Get it on an You thing. do. And yeah. I did. I did, right? I, yeah. I did have it. Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's very good practice to always get it. It's unfortunate you can't trust people nowadays. But but yeah, yeah. no. So I mean, a little pissy. But so oh, that's yeah. basically it. And that's <laughs> it in a nutshell. So 45K you have to spend. You didn't think you'd piss anybody off. But I'm not getting nice timeshare. I'm not getting any more benefit. Right. That's, that's the key. That's the piss off. That's the key. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's not the forty-five. But you still got to pay it, or everything you've done so far is done. And for those listening, it's a fairly big face amount. So just not to get into like, there's a reason why. But anyway, yes, it's um, yeah, you're not. There's no extra benefit for you for cutting the check, right? Like, because you're you already are now paying more than what you thought you were going to be paying. Right. So that's basically it. Yeah. No, I get it. So So sum it all up. Make sure you know who you're dealing with. Yeah. Just make sure you understand. Hi, Brandon Curry here. I'm a financial advisor. (laughs) Make sure you understand all the parameters, right? Like, and just make sure you ask all. You have to ask the questions and make sure that you 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 understand. I mean, well, if you're investing that kind of money, you really gotta. Yeah, and I mean, I ask. You guys have all dealt with me, right? Like, I'm not the type of person to shy away from a question. No, so I I I brought it. That scares me right away from buying any insurance in the future, the rest of my life. (laughs) No, I hate you, big. You know, I I, how much I hate you right now. I want to strangle you. There, there, there is. There's very good. You're trapped. That's what scares the crap out of me. Very good products out there. It's like buying stocks. I don't want to buy. Well, when it's one of those, right? You buy it at. A younger age, and yeah. if you had, well, if it was done incorrectly, it, now, right now, the premium is going to be that much higher because you're nine years older, yeah. right? 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 That's it, it, listen. It, don't. It's the idea is not to deter people from mm-hmm. getting these yeah. products. I mean, they're very At least good. To talk to the right people. Just yeah. make sure you talk to the right people, but more so ask an infinite amount of questions. Sorry, Brandon. Like, yeah, but I don't I mean? mind it because yeah. I, my philosophy in Sear Smith's financial uh, yeah. fun- philosophy has always been an educated client is someone who doesn't leave. Yeah. So, and we are very blunt, and you know, you guys have all done business with me. Um, have you? No, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. there you go. Hi, Joe. Might be. But no, but I'm very. It's part I'm of the very, podcast, you're going to sign a paper. <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, yeah. 
<laughs> I'm very, I'm very blunt. I'm to the point. I, uh, you know, I. I think that's all of us, right? And mm-hmm. and that's why we all deal with each other. And, and I think just, it just it's straight into the point, right? And it's just kind of like, hey, do you like, and even to the point. Well, in some, in the some truth meetings, is what you need, right? In so some if you're meetings, doing a burger review. Yeah, and if it's a six, which is coming up, but in in some in some in in all seriousness, in some meetings, I'm literally, I go to a client. Do you understand what I just finished saying? Okay, repeat it back to me. Oh, I do that. You got to do that because sometimes you talk to me. I'm like, uh, but listen, Brandon, I do that too with my clients. Have to, and you know how many times? Two, three months later, what did I sign? Yeah, I can't you know what I mean. It. So much that so that never I wanna happens put, in real estate. I want to put a camera in on my <laughs> yeah. meeting room. Yeah, saying, it's good to record here. Yeah, like it's literally. I might move to recording all of my meetings because people Any are saying, "What?" Well, I, I don't, email, I don't email, you, email, I don't email, email, email. And I've been through these things, these documents for seventeen years now. For yep. the most part, I, yep. I know them like the back of my hand. Yeah. Right. I explain my documents. Anybody that's ever met with me knows that I yeah. probably explain them too much, right? Yep. Probably yeah, and that's fair. I've dealt business with you, yeah. <laughs> but I, I guess what I want to... All 28 clauses in the standard agreement of purchase sale. That's the best part of our jobs. I, I want to leave the listeners uh, with this. A premium vacation doesn't mean that it's guaranteed. Doesn't mean that for sure you're always even, on that premium vacation. Even in hedonism, <laughs> at, any, at any point in time, <laughs> that's a premium vacation. At any Gosh. point in time, at any point in time, you know these dividend scales can go down. You don't control them, and you may be in a position where you. And, and if you have the right advisor, they're going to make sure they mention that. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. That's, that's, that's the, the summit up there. And my yeah. guy may have, but you kind of went like, yeah. So yeah. I might have been like one of, every meeting. Exactly. I might have been one of those clients <laughs> that I've had in my own office. Have a record of you right? sitting there going, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. See, I told you that. But sometimes it is a lot to take in in a short period of time. So. No, it's overwhelming. Yeah. But anyways, help us help you stay informed. <laughs> and th- <laughs> Thanks, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Out. Ciao. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Crier Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Crier Media Network. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundal from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. 
follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. Produced by Cryer Media and distributed by the Sound Off Media Company.